So I wanted to share an update from Israel just about the people for you Americans because not all people are the same. <laughs> not all cultures are the same. As a matter of fact, no culture is the same and you Americans are probably at the bottom of that scale of culture because you don't have any. Yet, I wanted to talk about the people in Israel so that you have a little bit of understanding that might sober you up a little bit to realize just how bad off you really are. <laughs> so today, I went to a coffee shop and I went to the bathroom there to wash my hands before I eat. And on the wall, right there next to the mirror, I see a prayer written. ברוך אתה אדוני אלוהינו מלך העולם, אשר יצר את האדם בחוכמה, וברא בו נקבים נקבים, חלולים חלולים. Basically, it is the prayer of אשר יצר, meaning the prayer, giving glory to God that created us the way we are, with the right cavities, in the right places. It's a very famous prayer that, you know, Hasidic Jews know by heart. And pretty much it's giving God the glory that we can, you know, relieve ourselves. And I went out from the bathroom and where the, to the counter and I saw some old guy with a kippah, probably in his late 60s. And I, I just assumed he was the owner. I asked him, are you the owner? He said, no. Why? Is there a problem? I said, no. I just wanted to give you preps for, you know, having that prayer written on the wall in the bathroom. And I told him, listen, even if it's, you know, a little off, still, I got to give you preps for acknowledging Adonai, acknowledging God, giving him the glory and writing it on the wall that everybody sees. It's big. It's written so big. It's actually larger than the mirror itself. That if you go there, you see it. And that's really what Adonai said that's what he meant when he told them, you know, the great commandment, what we do to fill in. Put it so you can see as a reminder in front of your eyes to give God the glory. And I told him, listen, I got to give you preps for that because most of Israel nowadays are secular atheists. And I told him that I read Ezekiel 20 yesterday very powerful chapter that I urge all of you to read, Ezekiel chapter 20. I told him, listen, it's the same thing now and repeat. The elders of Israel came to the prophet say, will you inquire of Adonai for us? And Adonai said, uh, I will not be inquired by you, you rebellious, wicked people. And I told him, look at Israel today. They mock God. They deny God. They ignore God. They tell him he doesn't exist. They try to, you know, debunk the Torah. They try to abolish his word. And I said, and you think what? He's just going to let it go? I said, do you not know? This is the great tribulation, the time of the trouble of Jacob, which was prophesied thousands of years ago. And he said he understands this and he knows it. And I told him, you know what happened with Hamas was judgment. And he said that he understood. He just kind of nodded his head. He didn't say a word. He just nodded his head with heaviness. And you can see he was troubled by it, but he knew that it was the truth. He nodded his head. 
silently. Yep, I know, it is judgment on a wicked nation that denies its creator, denies its Elohim, denies its origin, denies its owner, its master, its king, its God. It is a judgment. And then there was another guy, also religious, had a long beard. And I told him, you remind me of someone from a TV show, Israeli TV show. I expected him to know it, to know the guy. I said, I don't remember his name, but you remind me of him. And the guy said, oh, is that a, a violent show? I said, yeah. He said, oh, yeah, I, 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 don't wa- I didn't watch it. I don't know it because I don't watch. I make it a point not to watch violent shows. And I said, oh, oh that's, that's good. I got to give you perhaps for that. And he said, yeah, because, and he, he, he said he had wisdom. He said, you know, because the way we're designed, the subconscious, it doesn't know how to differentiate real from false. He said, whatever you see through your eyes, through your ears, it all gets imprinted on the soul and the very depth of our core. And he said, I got to keep myself holy. I got to protect myself. I don't watch those things because I don't want it on my mind. I don't want it on my heart. I don't want it inside of me. Because even though I know consciously that what I see is a movie, subconsciously, my mind doesn't know how to differentiate that. It's going to be on my heart. And it's going to change me. It's going to affect who I am without me even knowing. And I said, well, amen. Amen, amen, amen. See, he had wisdom. Wisdom. Basic, simple, common sense wisdom. And not just wisdom, but applied wisdom. Many of you like to brag about things that you know, yet you do not even live what you know. What good is it to know something if you don't back it up with action? This guy did. said, I don't do that. And I'm sure that he, if he has children, he raises them up properly because I can tell the kind of man he was. He was a godly man. Sure, he might not have known about Jesus. But he is, I can tell by his spirit, is a godly man. And those are the kind of men, the kind of people that Adonai looks favorably upon. People that get it. They don't try to fit in. They go against the stream. Because, you know, that show, I'm not going to mention its name, that show is very famous in Israel. Everybody knows it. And yet he didn't. (laughs) And I told him, well, I got to give you press for that. Uh, like, well, that's good. That you're doing, you're living the Torah. You're not quoting it. He didn't go quoting things. He was busy living it. Keeping himself holy. Everybody can say, be holy for I, the Lord your God, am holy. He actually was doing it. <laughs> How many of you can say the same thing? None. No, you're too busy with your rituals and your religion and quoting and your Bible study and all these things. You think serving the Lord is about studying and quoting and singing. No, it's about living, walking, doing, being. Human being, not human quoting, human talking, human being. You have to be. I will write my words, my Torah on the heart so that you be. And yet you're the one that claimed that you know the Mashiach. You're the one that claim you have the Holy Spirit. You claim it. You claim to be a Christian. Well, what is a Christian if not a follower of Christ? You say you're a Christian. Well, where's the Holy Spirit? 
Don't you have the Holy Spirit? Obviously you don't, but you claim that you do because you call yourself a Christian. And if you did have the Holy Spirit, where is the evidence of it? Where is the fruit? He says you will judge each tree according to its fruit. Where is the fruit? Why are you not growing? Why do you not walk it out? See, we watched a teaching today that Stephen sent me. Some guy was talking about the true meaning of worship. It's not music. Worship is obedience. It's, it's the prostrate. When you prostrate yourself to the ground in humility and you surrender. Surrender. Complete obedience. He was saying that the first mention of worship is in Bereshit 22 verse 5 with Abraham walking to the mountain with Yitzchak to give him up as an offering to the Lord. That is the first time worship is mentioned. In the Hebrew, the word is hishtachavu. Lehishtachavot, the literal translation would be to prostrate to the ground, to bow down, to fall face down on the ground before your maker. That's what it means. The definition of worship is not to sing and pray and talk and quote psalms and whatever you do. No, it is obedience, submission. That's worship. You worship the Lord by acknowledging that He is God. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your being, every fiber of your existence. Give it to Him. Hold nothing back. Not your job, not your possessions, not your family, not your children, and not even your own life. He said, Forsake even your own life beside. You cannot be his disciple. God demands everything. Not even one thing you can leave behind. And both Stephen and I were tested the last couple of days. Had to give something up. Something that we didn't really want to. Yet Adonai demanded it and we both submitted. We both accepted because we said, well, you God. I don't really want to do it, but... You're God. <laughs> Listen, we're human beings, but we submit to the Lord. We are obedient. And that is the true definition of worship, not singing. Listen, no. I don't say that you shouldn't sing, but singing is not worship. Singing is an expression of worship. It's not worship itself, but you come from that culture of noise and entertainment. Everything is a show. Showbiz. No biz like showbiz. Your entire nation, the United States of showbiz, everything is a show. So you go to the churches with the lights and the strobes and the smoke and the pianos and the music. It's all just a show. There's no worship to it. Not so in Israel. Say what you want about the people. <laughs> you are nowhere near the people in Israel. Those who are Godly, that is. Sure, we have all the secularists and the rest of them. But we also have the real men of faith. And those are the ones that will enter the kingdom. Not you. They don't even know the Lord. And they will enter the kingdom. Because guess what? Zechariah, they will look upon me whom they have pierced and mourn. But after that, they will enter the kingdom. <laughs> You don't like that part, do you? You anti-Semites, Jew haters. We are spiritual Israel. No, you're not. You're the nations. You're the Gentiles. Calm down. 
the Davidic covenant was the, with the lineage of David. The Abrahamic covenant was with the lineage. You get grafted in, meaning you're not going to be decimated in your sin. You get pardoned by the blood of the Lamb, but you are not part of Israel. Remember, there are nations, even in the new creation. There's the New Jerusalem, and surrounding it are the nations. Well, you are the nations. <laughs> you know Israel. Remember that. Know your place, you pagans, and humble yourselves. You're so arrogant to think you know something. You call yourself Christian. Well, we know Jesus. You, Israel, the Jews, don't know, they don't believe in Jesus. You don't even know who Jesus was. You don't believe in God. You liars. Belief is trust. Trust and obedience. How can you believe in God if you don't obey Him? If you truly believed He was God, you would obey. Because there's nothing greater than God. And He can kill not just the body, but the soul. And He judges rightly, justly, fairly. Oh, we're not under the law. We're under grace. Nonsense. There's no such thing. You don't even know what you're saying. Grace did not show up in the New Testament. Grace always was. Read Ezekiel 18. If a wicked man turns away from his wickedness, he will not die, he will surely live. If a man sins by mistake, he will bring up a sin offering, a goat or a lamb, and he will be forgiven. But if someone blasphemes, that is knowing the commandment, and sins defiantly, he will not be forgiven. That soul will be cut off from its people. That's in Numbers 15. Read it. Study but you don't care to study. You don't care to know because you're an arrogant fool. You think you already do know and you know absolutely nothing. Arrogant, Gentile Americans calling yourself messianics. Well, that's what Christians mean, messianics. You are no follower of Yeshua. You have no idea what you claim to believe. You're a bunch of hypocrites and you're all going to burn. Repent. Repent.